This is the Idea Time Show, Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence, and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology, and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Joe North. Hello, how are you doing? We're talking about innovation trends for 2022. So how the world is changing and some of those sort of signs and currents so that you can get up to speed and thinking about how you're going to be planning next year. So we've got a really interesting show ahead. We're going to be covering what is external trend forecasting, why it's important for all of us entrepreneurs and innovators, and what we can actually do with that trend information how to find it. I'll be giving you some tips on some useful sources of insight and I'm going to be doing a bit of a roundup of some of the 22 trend reports that I found really useful. So they're in the consumer, technology and marketing spaces. One thing I would say is that I'm going to be talking about all sorts of different trend forecasting brands and reports here. I have no association with any of them and I'm just sharing things with you that I found useful year after year after year in terms of developing innovation strategy, product innovation plans and much more. So I hope you find it useful. So let's get started with thinking about what is external trend forecasting. And it sounds obvious what it is, but let's just pause a minute and and make sure we're really clear because what it isn't is crystal ball gazing and trying to predict the future. What it is, is looking at how hidden currents in the present signal possible changes in direction for companies, societies, or the world at large. So we're sort of really getting a sense of the direction of travel that things are going in, the attitudes that people are showing, and really listening in, looking at those, using insights, data, surveys, all sorts of different methodologies to identify what the near future is likely to look like. It's all supported by process and logic and also it's transparent about uncertainty as well because obviously when we're looking forward we never truly know for sure that something is going to happen. We can't guarantee anything at all is going to happen in the future. So it's about being transparent around that but still we need to work out what next, where's the world going and what's happening and really good quality trend forecasting can help us to do that. And I think as I go through some of these things, they'll hopefully resonate with you. External trend forecasting is really important because, first of all, it helps you come up with great new ideas. It's a form of stimulus. You know, we're we're listening in, tuning in to the world around us, and that can stimulate some really good thinking. It also helps us to connect better with our target users and customers because they're in the world that's changing, you know, they're part of that change. And if we understand the things that are affecting them, the things that are becoming priorities, it means that we as people, as brands, as companies, as teams, we can create better businesses, products, services, solutions, uh, you know, and also marketing material, communication material that connects with customers. It means we can check in with the value proposition for the product services and and brands that we've got and say, actually, is this still relevant? 
Is it going to help us to survive and thrive? Are we still on point in terms of the value creation that we're delivering for our customers? And remember that when I use the word value, I'm talking about it being you know, something that's really of use to, to customers. It serves a purpose. It solves a problem in the right way, but it's also in line with their ethical values, their beliefs, how they see themselves, how they see themselves as they would like to be, you know, their aspirational selves. And it's got to also fulfill an emotional need as well. So staying in tune with what I call the zeitgeist, reading the zeitgeist of where things are going um, is really important and, and matters hugely. You can find scope in there for competitive advantage, space that your competitors aren't in yet. And you can do some good moves and good tweaks to what you're doing in order to make the most of that and just generally spot opportunities. And it's interesting. I just find it fascinating seeing how the world unfolds and responds and how society is really evolving and changing and shifting in different ways. It really is fascinating. And actually, quite a lot of these trend forecasts that I'm going to share with you for 2022, the ones in years gone by, have been you know, pretty on point for previous years. Obviously, a pandemic was an unexpected for many. But that aside, you know, there's some really good stuff in the materials I'll share with you. And when you get this insight, what to do with it, what to do with all of this external trend information? Well, you can build it into your product and service development so you can use it to really help to future proof and make your product and service development even more innovative and even more cutting edge in a way that's meaningful for customers. You can use it and should use it, I believe, um, for your business plan and your innovation strategy to inform that. You can use it for your communication activities by really, particularly with the consumer and the marketing trends, you can use that to better connect with your target audience, with your target customers. And of course, it's useful as well internally from an employee engagement and a resourcing point of view, because you know, our colleagues are people too. They're part of the consumer trends that are going on out there in the world. They're experiencing the marketing trends, the technology of developments and so on. So we can use that to attract and retain people within organisations. So it's really useful to look at trend information externally in the forecasting and use it on a number of levels to help you with your innovation and with your business growth. Now, where to get some of these resources? Well, there's no need to spend a fortune in many cases. Sometimes it is important to buy a specific report for a specific sector to get some really detailed and tailored information that you're after. Sometimes you'll need to do your own research as well. You know, so you might be able to buy some research off the shelf. Sometimes you just need to put your own research projects together. But there are some great free resources out there. And I've discovered that the British Library, if you go to their Find Electronic Resources webpage, there's a huge amount of free reports that you can have a look at. Areas like advice, funding sources, business and economic statistics, journals, studies, things around patents, trading standards, and so on. If you're actually an entrepreneur in London and you go into the British Library itself, you can have access to a large number of these reports for free. So do explore that and see if that's useful. The summaries I'm going to give you right now, the roundups are all from free resources that you can just download and use. 
Just by searching trend forecasting 2022 in Google, all sorts of stuff um, comes up and we're going to be looking at some of those today and I'll give you some headlines. And if you want to go deeper and find out more, if one of the trends really fascinates you or you think it's really relevant to your business, you can dive in deeper and go to the next level. My purpose today is to give you an overview of some interesting things and signpost them to you so that you can go and explore anything that you find useful on your own and get under the skin even further. So I'm going to start off with the Mintel Global Consumer Trends 2022 report. This is a free download. You just can type in Mintel Global Consumer Trends 2022 and it'll be probably at the top of the Google listing. Mintel is one of the world's leading market intelligence companies and they're focused on consumer trends. So how are people behaving? What's important to us all when we're out there thinking about things we're gonna buy and our behaviors and, and so on. And they've identified really three key things plus a couple of other themes. So the first trend that they are saying is important in 2022 is that because we've had so much uncertainty, consumers really want to be feeling that they've got a sense of control. You know, it's been a very turbulent couple of years, hasn't it, with the pandemic and more besides. I mean, here in the UK, of course, we've had the Brexit impact of that and all the change involved in those things. Climate change is a big factor as well. So the world can feel very uncertain to many, many people and therefore having a sense that they've got some control over what they're doing and what they're buying and why they're buying it is really important. What we can do about that as innovators and entrepreneurs is really help our customers feel and genuinely have some control over what they're doing and what they're buying and that they are choosing to buy. They're not being sold to. And we demonstrate to our customers that we're putting them in the driver's seat so that they can navigate and choose the way forward. The second key trend that Mintel have observed, and this, by the way, is from a really large research study. You can dig into all the methodologies. They're all very transparent in the actual reports themselves. I'm not going to go into that today, but it's actually enjoyment everywhere. You know, after the last couple of years, again, we're emerging from lockdown. I know we're in different places and it's still a very uncertain world, but as things hopefully improve through 2022, people are looking to enjoy themselves after really limiting travel and so on. And those experiences can be in the physical world and in the virtual world as well. So not necessarily involving physical travel from one location to another. The third key area, which is just continuing to grow. So these are continuation. They're not new things. They're not brand new. They're just going to the next level is ethics check. And Consumers are wanting to do business, buy things from companies with good ethics, but not just who are talking about having great ethics, but actually demonstrating that. Companies that are walking the walk, not just talking the talk, and that are making real progress against bigger goals. Other things are around climate complexity, flexible spaces, particularly with more of a theme of hybrid working. And underpinning this are themes of well-being, rights, justice, getting value from what they're buying, a sense of identity that people can express themselves and be who they truly are in society, great experiences, surroundings mattering more to us um, and using technology, as I've said, both experientially but also to make connections with others too. 
That's from Mintel. I'm going to look now at Qualtrics 2022 Global Consumer Trends Survey. And Qualtrics is an experienced data platform tool, and it's set up to deal with large volumes of data and data sources around employee engagement and customer experience and those sorts of things. So this perspective, although it's also called Consumer Trends, as well as the Mintel Trend Forecasting Report, this is about customer experience itself. So it's got a slightly different lens. And in this study, Qualtrics asked over 23,000 consumers over 23 countries about the experiences they've had in 2021 and what that looks like for 2022 in terms of behaviours. And there's a lot of work to do around customer experience, I think. Qualtrics survey showed that 63% of consumers said that companies need to get better at listening to their feedback. It's a high number, isn't it? So more listening. 62% of consumers said that businesses need to care more about them. And 60% of consumers would buy more if businesses treated them better. So treating customers well, demonstrating true, authentic customer care, and being really good at listening, taking listening to the next level and doing it actively and doing it well. And in fact, from this Qualtrics Global Consumer Trend study, out of all of that data, it was found that 9.5% of revenue is at risk due to bad experiences. So there really is a business case for great customer experience. And you can be using this and thinking, well, how can I offer in my organisation? How can we offer a better customer experience than anybody else? How can we take this to the next level? How can we make sure that we are really innovating in this space and making sure we're looking after our customers at every step of the of the journey that customers feel cared for, cared about, listened to and treated well. And all that experience being very personalised to the customer as well. Some more data coming out of this study is that consumers are three and a half times more likely to purchase from a business after a positive customer experience and five times more likely to recommend an organisation after a positive experience. So recommendations, you know, referrals being really important and those positive experiences leading to increased business as well. And it's really nice to see good, solid data, contemporary data around things that we probably intuitively know, but it's good to see them measured more tangibly here. For improving customer experience, the things that seem to matter are price and fees. This ties in, actually, when you go into the detail of some of the commentary in these studies, The area around customer experience from Qualtrics is tying into what Mintel are also saying about value in that prices and fees and getting good value for money, not necessarily cheap things, low cost things, but feeling that actually the the investment in the spend and the time is worth it is the biggest area and providing customer service support is coming in really strongly as well in terms of an area for improvement. Also, not far behind are the ease of using products and services and online resources, making sure that products and services can actually do what they are there to do and looking at the buying process and making that as frictionless and easy as possible. The next one I find useful is the Gartner hype cycle. And 
It's like a product life cycle. There's an innovation trigger, something happens to cause an innovation in technology and the expectations you know, get higher and higher as, as it goes up. And then there's a peak of inflated expectations where, oh, this looks really promising. You know, it looks like it's really going to fly. But as time goes on, there's a, a trough of disillusionment where things don't seem to live up to expectations. A slope of enlightenment then follows as we start to think about how we can actually use this and adapt it and solve some of the issues with the technology. And then it goes finally into a plateau of productivity where it just becomes sort of mainstream and working and and functioning really well. And actually, you could argue many products and services go through that sort of journey as well. And Gartner Hype Cycle plots all emerging technologies onto this product life cycle flow. And you can see for every type of new technology how long it's going to take to get from where it is on that life cycle through to the plateau of productivity. And there are different versions of this as well for different types of technology. So do have a look at that if this is an area that's of interest to you. There are also some top technology trends for 2022 as well. And what I'd say about these is that these technology trends are really taking the current digital data, cloud, AI functionality and use that we have right now, it's taking it to the next level. It's meshing things together. It's combining it. It's looking at how to create composable solutions, decision intelligence, reusing code to get faster work done, hyper automation, not just automation, but hyper automation. So it's really going to the next level of intensity and usage and creativity with the digital world that we're in right now. Then we've got finally Deloitte's 2022 global marketing trends and there's some connection here. So these are marketing trends but you'll see some cross themes with the Mintel report and also with the Qualtrics report as well. At the top is purpose being a beacon for growth for business. Customers more and I've spoken about this lots of times on this show. Customers want to do business with organizations that have a greater sense of purpose than simply just being profit driven they need to be purpose-led they need to be looking to make some sort of positive impact and the profit being a result of that so it's not necessarily at the complete expense of profit but it's actually being purpose-led and profit being the result and this is growing in importance consumers are demanding this more as we've seen from Intel and it's being picked up as a really strong direction of travel as well by Deloitte who are a global sort of world class consulting organization also is authentically inclusive marketing not marketing that's artificially trying to be inclusive it's got to be you know real personable brands with real people behind them genuinely wanting to connect with the target audience. The third trend in marketing is around building the intelligent creative engine. And this is about really using the creativity of people, bringing people together to generate solutions instead of just influencer marketing, actually being very creative about doing things that matter for customers and finding solutions that matter to customers. Trend number four in the Deloitte 2022 report is meeting customers in a cookie-less world. And that means really going to the next level with privacy, not always wanting or aiming or trying to collect data from customers. 
but actually respecting privacy. Privacy is looking to become more and more important as we go forward. That's privacy from a data perspective. That said, trend number five is designing a human-first data experience. So rather than just having a data strategy, it's making the data work for the individual involved and actually using data to provide benefit to the people who are sharing their own data. So it's not that there won't be any use of data and no data strategy. It's more going in the direction of of it being more of a win-win, the win leaning towards the consumer, which is, I think, as it should be. Trend number six is elevating the hybrid experience. So that's really connecting the in-person and the virtual and they're becoming, you know, they, they were quite separate. We used to talk about bricks and clicks. So a brick is their shop or whatever it is, the clicks being the online. Those experiences are becoming more and more immersed as well. And, and number seven is supercharging customer service with AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning. Yeah, we can really use technology to understand what customers are really going to be wanting and needing and presenting them with the solutions as well. So there's lots there. There are all these resources out there which you can download for free. I've just given you, you know, a snapshot, a tiny little fraction of all the good stuff that you can be using to think about where your business and your innovations need to be in 2022. And you can use these to get some inspiration, you can get some ideas and you can steal a march on the competition. But actually more important than than all of that is that you can do a fantastic job for your customers because you're in tune and you are delivering things that they really want and really need and doing that in a great way, listening to them and providing a fantastic experience. I hope that's useful for you. I've really enjoyed being with you. And if you'd like any more information, do tune into the YouTube channel. There's loads of videos and things there for you. Also the Big Bang website has got lots of free resources as well. And I've got a blog on there with lots and lots of free material and how-to guides and information. That's the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you uh, next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.